Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 Welcome, listeners, to episode nine of the Break Eighty Podcast. Outs here, joined by the usual suspects tonight. We got Mike and Tim. How's it going, fellas? Surviving. We're surviving. We've maybe turned a corner weather-wise. I don't know. It looks like it's getting a little warmer. You <laughs> say this was toughest, toughest weekend in remembrance for my myself. We lost a, <laughs> we lost a good one. Um, a, a car that that saw. A lot of a lot of top 100 courses went uh, went down, and so did my available budget for golf trips. <laughs> well, hey, sorry uh, to hear that, Tim. Uh, Mike, I think you've said that for four maybe straight weeks. I think. God damn. I was th- I was talking to somebody today at the golf course. I was like, you know, in the middle of March, it was like there was a couple. It was like a week where it was nice. I was like, yes, this is going to be a great a great spring. This has been the shittiest April, and now we're into May, the shittiest April that I can remember. Just oh, awful. Been brutal. Been brutal. So, what, Superior National, Superior National, and uh, Anger Park, Duluth and Lutzen are still posting photos of snow melt occurring <laughs> at their golf course. And I think Anger just announced that they're finally opening up one of their nines um, with the possibility of opening more holes later on in the month. So it is uh, even worse further north. Um, and I think. You can probably attest to that after after your weekend struggles, Jeff. Yeah, you could you could basically say a lot of those courses are not going to be maximizing their uh, profit for sure. When when Tim and I were sitting at Psycho Susie's on uh, what night was that? Saturday night, and, he went, <laughs> and Tim and Tim went through the laundry list of issues that this car had. It is a miracle we made it even two whistling straights for that tea time. <laughs> the mechanic the mechanic came out and he goes oh i got some news for you did you watch the video i go yeah i watched the video it was like that you joint that could have seized up at any point in time and i would have just thrown her into a dead stop i go huh <laughs> <laughs> all right and as a guy that buckles up recreationally um <laughs> I, the car may have stopped my body wouldn't have so we're here. we are here still. We are well, here if you were going to, if you were going to RIP, at least we've been on the way to play golf, right? That's the way yeah, you want to Should have been on the way back. I, I wouldn't have been missed. Um, in fact, again, having to even just talk about whistling again, that on my mind, <laughs> I gave up golf the entire weekend um, to, to play pickleball. And uh, needless to say, I lost so poorly at pickleball. I'm back to getting beat up on the golf course this, this upcoming weekend. So oh, no. can't win this. either way. We got that end of the segment here later in the, in the podcast, we got some tips. Tim's got some cheating tips. I'm going to put over the top this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I returned from my brainer trip uh, where I lost a ton of golf balls, but gained weight. Um, I was hoping that those two would be reversed. Um, Yeah, it was a struggle. So we'll go over that and then we'll come back to uh, Tim and Mike got a fun little tourney. They're going to talk about um, next weekend and it'd be their second annual. And then we've got the Mexico open wrap up. 
and then we preview our Wells Fargo's championship. And that will be kind of our, our podcast agenda for today. So with that being said, I was going to, um, I don't know for, for those that follow a little bit, uh, you can kind of tell from my, I did not get a chance to post a lot. The weather, um, Thursday through Saturday was not your ideal golfing conditions. Um, you know, Thursday we're up at Craigens, and first of all, we were lucky that the frost delay was only till 9:30 a.m. I thought it, the day before it was a, a noon frost delay, so it could have been um, kind of catastrophic there. So we got to at least play um, 36 without having any issues there. But I remember my hands being quite. Uh, um, you know, if you don't hit the club face, it's kind of like you get broken bat um, in baseball. It kind of rings a little bit and <laughs> scared to swing the club again. <laughs> but uh, so Thursday was fun. It was uh, that was probably our, our best day weather wise in terms of we actually saw the sun. A little chilly to start. And then um, from there on, I, I, there wasn't much to complain about. We turned off the heater, didn't need the, um, the full the full zip up suit on the golf cart anymore. Uh, but it was a good time. I would say, uh, playing the golf course itself, we did play, I think it was a front nine of, I think Bobby's the one that ends with that short par three, um, down the hill. It's like a 85 yard shot or something like that. So we did get to play the full nine of, if you guys have ever played there. And then the back nine was kind of a random mixture of holes that were part of another nine, but yet also some newly created holes. So it was kind of fun. I've played some holes I've never seen before. We played some holes that were still kind of sort of under construction, but I think it's going to be a nice little place there when it's all said and done. Uh, you know, they host a Canadian um, event there, a Canadian Open or uh, PGA event or, there at some point. I think it's in August. So they've got a lot of advertising for that. They've got a lot of getting ready to do for that. Um, the course itself, they'll play fine. When is the new redesign or whatever the hell they're doing supposed to be done? You know, I think they're going for having 27 separate holes and then having the layman championship course as the 18, um, you know, it gives them kind of some versatility to, you know, host a lot of people, put them in different spots, um, you know, and then having a, you know, label quote unquote champion course to go with it. So that could be bringing some more, um, some more people. I don't, you know, I don't know quite the details and everything they've got, um, you know, just outside their um, clubhouse in the lobby, they've got you know, the plans, they've got everything kind of written out, what's going to happen and, and, you know, what it's going to look like. But um, I, I can attest that they just still have got quite a bit, quite a bit of work to do. Um, so tell me more about said, this, uh, this zip up thing you had on the cart, because uh, is that something you just came with? You, just, um, you know, that, that is something that, you know, I don't know how much it costs, but my, my buddy, ironically enough, was sitting at the bus stop Wednesday night, the day before we leave with his neighbor and they were chatting, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going up North to play golf and it's going to suck. The weather <laughs> looks awful. And he goes, well, you should just borrow my golf cart cover, you know, and my, I've got a buddy heater that goes right into it, fits right into the cup holder. And, and, you know, and, and ironically enough, that was the guy that I was playing with first round on Thursday. So it worked out perfectly for me. I got to take the advantage of it. And I've never been more warm. I mean, it was almost too warm in there. <laughs> Um, I was going to say Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, I think we, we might have a problem on our golf cart. Yeah, we would. Together we in one would. of those. 
rest of the yeah. field was like w- wondering why you were just blitzing everybody they were freezing their <laughs> yeah. ass off and you were just toasty ironically enough that was the best 18 i played so i don't know if that was that's a good. that's a good cheating tip right there just yep. uh come come well over prepared against the uh the rest of your cohorts yeah yep. and um for those that are interested in going to the venue one of the th- nice things like i did say you know i thought it was kind of a lot of money but if you do factor in they give you free meal like you get to pick a free it could be a steak dinner for all that you know you basically get one free item off of that so if you if you put that into the budget i think it was around 400 dollars for those that were two nights and 72 holes whereas the man deal is like 320 so you know not much different if you're getting a decent meal also thrown in the mix some something to think about for those that are possibly uh looking for a venue um, as we move our way over to the now, so that was Thursday, Friday. Now we move our way to Madden's and this was, you know, in terms of heat, I think this was our warmest day. I don't remember having to really put gloves on. I don't remember how, I mean, I wore stocking cap, but feeling pretty comfortable in terms of how hot or cold I was. Um, the golf course though, you know, I play, I've played it numerous times. Okay. I play it every year. Um, I just always forget how hard that course is. Uh, you know, the classic front nine is very targety, very, you know, tee driven. Getting off the tee is so important. Um, tough, I guess, for me, I, it doesn't fit my eye very well. Like a bunch of fade holes that I got to hit fades on. You know, I don't, I don't like to look at a fade hole unless I've got a little bit of room to miss and there's no room to miss. So what I'm saying here is I'm making a lot of excuses for not shooting very well on the front nine and the back nine gets a little more comfy. And I think, you know, we see in our group, a lot of times that back nine, a lot of, you know, close to even par rounds on the backside opens up a little bit more. You can get up and down a little easier, less carries. Um, The golf course is just one big ball of stress. Um, You know, when you're playing in a tournament, it's nice to have a few holes that you step up on the tee box and you're like, all right, you know, I can kind of let one loose here if it, you know, gets a little squirrely. I'll still have a shot in the green. It just doesn't, the course just doesn't let you kind of do that. And so if, you know, whenever you're playing a competition, I, I say, uh, you know, it's harder to have fun in that, in that atmosphere. So what we've kind of talked about was a possible, we always have the same guys win too. That's part of it. 24 guys go up and it seems like the Brooks Kepka theory. I show up and I know I only have to beat five guys, you know, in a, in a, in a, uh, major it's kind of like that it really seems that way so our group has to talked about possibly changing venues just because the higher handicap players tend to not we've had one win here and there but typically they're not um you know top fiving at at this venue so we're, we're kind of thinking about switching it up a little bit uh when you throw in wind cold and rain and playing 6800 yards it's not easy for not only you know, five or five handicap players, but, you know, imagine the 15, 16, 17 handicappers. And, and there you have it. You've got a lot of mit, a lot of lost golf balls and a lot of swear words and a lot of um, miserable weather. So um, overall, I guess I can say I did not, uh, I did take top two at the hack <laughs> open. I did. I did. Oh, I was going to tell you this. So I took second place with the three putt par on 18. <laughs> oh, I, I think old that. I think old Tom Morris would be appalled by the foul target golf. He'd be appalled by that. Uh, it, it's hard, <laughs> it, you know. It, it's like you got to hit 180 to 220 so many times, and if you're not a very, you know, I would say my one of my biggest weaknesses is long irons. I just 
I don't know if I try to overswing them because I need distance out of them. I just, I don't feel as comfortable having to try to go after an iron. I just, I never liked that feeling. You know, we've, we've worked in the lab on that, but it didn't really, didn't <laughs> really help, help too much. And so the 220 to the 180, whatever is, uh, is kind of what gets me. And that's kind of where I think I, I, you know, I'll, I'll occasionally compete, but not a really, not a golf course. I'm not horse for the course. Move the event to Eagles Landing. Have it make it a leg putting oh, tournament. Be a a leg, make it a, a leg putting tournament. That would be a dream. Um, Dude, you gotta you gotta move it south if it's so early in the year. Get away from. Yeah, I the think snow though, when, the... you know when when you can play a course like that for three hundred twenty dollars though. I mean it, the the greens played well. I mean in peak, who knows what that costs? Uh, it can hold all of us. The course is never busy. We're not waiting on people besides our own guys. I mean we're not fighting with tea times where we basically get the place they open just for us by the way like our there's two groups that go there they're they close the day we left and then are not not reopening until like wednesday or thursday it's basically a like a tour event they have the infrastructure <laughs> exactly <laughs> they do and you know their our housing is nice but the, the golf course is just kind of beating up people and i don't know it might be a time for a change we'll see but uh, yeah, we put the jacket on the winner, and he's got three now. And uh, I don't know if uh, if there's any slowing down soon. Of course, he wants that venue to, to continue. He's huh. raking in loads of money, you know, with the Calcuttas and the, and then he won the belts too. So we do that little two-player um, best ball tournament. The last eighteen, he won that as well. So let's just say uh, he made money uh, going to Madden's. But did you bet on yourself? Um, I always like, I don't, you know, I don't like to get too cocky. I don't, I, I want people to think that I'm not sure of my game, which I'm usually not. Somebody <laughs> else bids on me and I usually buy myself part of myself. So that's kind of, Wait, this, is, this is news to me. I can bet on people that aren't myself as mm -hmm. I'm playing against them. Goodness. Absolutely. Talk, well, yeah. So talk I about bet some, on, I bet on, some black socks action. Calcutta, baby. I, yeah. I bet on a guy who, you know, I thought he's got kind of a sneaky short game. You know, if he can just scrap it together, he's like an 18 handicap. He gets a pop on every hole and he continues to shoot a who knows what. But then in the belts round, when he's not my partner, I don't have a bet on him. He shoots like an 87 and wins the belts with the other guy. So that's golf for you. Find it when you have to, I guess. So, no, I did not win any money. I did not win any tournaments. In fact, I don't I barely made any birdies. It was a it was a it was a tough week on the golf game. I feel like you, Tim, I want to just take a week off of golf, reassess how important it is to my life and maybe <laughs> reevaluate re going forward next week. The, your, your first loss to, uh, to a couple seven year olds on the pickleball court, you'll be right back to golf. I promise <laughs> you that. Well, yeah, I got, a, I got, I got a tennis background, so I think I'd be okay, but I don't know. I think that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Anything. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say much about that other than the weather sucked. I mean, you, you try to golf with wet gloves the entire time we had to, we had to come in and completely change clothes. The next 18, I'm talking all the way down to new underwear, <laughs> I mean, just soaking wet. Some guys bought brand new range uh, or, uh, rain gear for the second 18, you know, dropped however many hundred dollars on that. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, you wouldn't play it if you didn't have the money invested in it. Nobody would say, I want to play in that weather. Horrible. After uh, after playing a few top 100s here or there, I, I will attest there is nothing better than the post-18 
hot steam shower at some of the the luxury <laughs> resorts. So, yes. especially if you can get a, a W out of it, nothing wait, sweeter. Wait, what? You mean there's nothing? It's better than cramming into the back of your BMW and driving into Sheboygan to find some shitty little restaurant. Okay, Enzi's was was a it gem, was and solid. and Betsy is the best thing that happened to golf trips than sliced bread, probably. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mike, you'll be happy to learn that uh, the new BMW does have just slightly more headroom um, and maybe a tiny bit more more legroom in the back there. Uh, but it is a significantly larger trunk. So Okay, that's what, that's what we need, trunk space. Yep. You know, for all the yep. merch you buy, you need more trunk space. It's it's just full of drug brochures and, and golf merch, baby. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> sounds awesome well i don't know what else to talk about my trip uh, i didn't you know i couldn't get a lot of content because of the weather it's just like i just can't take my phone out right now my wet gloves aren't gonna even be able to videotape anything it was so cold i just oh i will say the golf genius worked really well so if you anybody out there listening that is going to go to one of those venues craigans had it and uh and madden's had it they threw the it was perfect because we do skins we do all these little events they can set it up for you where Everybody, they give everybody a code on your, your scorecard. You type it in, you just download the app and you type in your scores. You can see live leaderboards. And then at the end, they just print out all these skins. They print out a gross leaderboard. They print out a net leaderboard for you. And it's just all right there. So it's really cool. What, uh, what do y'all do? Cause it always comes up on, on our golf trips, especially the big ones. You've got the poker players, you've got the foodies, you've got the, the guys that want to, you know, hit the strip club because they're away from their wives for the first time in ages. You got the guys doing random putting competitions. Um, we had guys playing playing Xbox. Uh, what's the group do to pass the time at night? What's the well, go-to? Well, honestly, because we get home probably about 7.38 at night, you know, that's when we start grilling. So everybody brings food. So we grill. Everybody eats. So this Friday night, we actually watched the Timberwolves game in a nice big open space in the big Madden house where you've got pool tables, you've got, you know, TVs, you've got a little bar. I mean, it's just easy hangouts. And then you talk about your rounds. I mean, it's fun to hear about what people thought of it. We also do our belts drawing that night. We do a Calcutta that night. Uh, we do a lot. And then the Saturday night is when we do our ceremony. So we got same thing. We come back, we eat. We grill, we do the ceremony, then we go to the bar and uh, listen to live music. You might have heard a snip of that. Um, talk about more golf. That's basically what we do. Everything's on campus. Nobody drives around. It's just, we're all right there. You know, everybody can go to their own place, shower, you know, get kind of dressed up for the night just to kind of get out of their golf clothes and soft, you know, like you said, nice warm shower to kind of, I mean, and not only that, I mean, you're not sleeping a ton. You're going to bed late you're getting up early and so just kind of refreshing is a little is nice as no, well there's there's nothing better than waking up at, at five o'clock in the morning to, to get ready to play some golf nothing gets especially, you up quicker yeah, especially if you go to bed at two strip club <laughs> capital strip club capital of the world niswa <laughs> i wouldn't know i wouldn't know um well let's transition out of my i've blabbered too much my i've already talked enough teaching today I, i'm going to take a break from from speaking uh let's go to your guys' little fun trip that we shouldn't say trip more of a tournament that you got coming up your second annual i see he was dodging the tommy two gloves reference i was looking to make that's that's oh, fine. that's fine yeah, well i did dodge that yeah i i would i don't want to play any more rounds with two gloves i'll just i'll just say that Hopefully i mean as as, as you're talking about how narrow uh the the course is at, at classic i 
I'm not sure if we, we found an error course, a, a more pristine property to play than at Albert Lee at, at Greenlee. Greenlee. Mike. Um, yeah. Tim and I are uh, part of what's called the Honorable Company of Minnesota Golfers. And uh, there is a second annual, the 2022 Founders Cup at Greenlee. Uh, Saturday, we're making the trip down. I think we've, we're kind of a big deal probably because I look at the pairings here and we are with in the first, the first 18, we're with the founder of the Founders Cup. So I think, you know, this is like the featured group, Tim and I. Um, and basically how it works is we play two times around um, Greenlee. It's obviously 18. So we're going to have 36 whole day. In the morning, on the front nine, we play best ball, um, which last year, on the I don't, I don't know if it was the same format. I can't remember. But last year on the opening hole, I hit a house. <laughs> to, start, to start off the tournament i i don't know how this house doesn't get just fucking destroyed because it's Mike, like, I, you're putting it, it lightly i think you miss you pulled it so far left <laughs> i think i think you hit the car in the driveway of the maybe hole. but think about this this hole is like i don't even it's like 260 yard par four <laughs> so everybody's going for it everybody is going for it and this house these houses are pretty close and i Get a two iron like off. Of, it bounced off the roof or something. I don't know. I never, <laughs> <laughs> so you put a lot of pressure on Timmy is what you're saying. Timmy, there's your hole. I, we think, I, we I think I think we started out scrambling maybe last year. Wasn't it? We scrambled. I think that one. Yeah, it was a, it was a scramble. Yep. Yeah. So, it was a, so, so yeah. So I dinked one right off a house. Just the first swing of the first swing of the of the annual uh, event. But anyway, this year we're doing it looks like front nine best ball back nine is going to be the scramble. Then in the afternoon, we. Uh, turn around and play the, the, the afternoon's harder the afternoon is uh front nine true alternate shot and then the oh. back yeah true alternate shot odds and evens you know have for you who guys gets talked hit. about this yet who's who's taking the odds who's taking the evens we haven't uh haven't discussed i'm, I'm we'll, thinking we'll get i'm the thinking stats going yeah well we got to figure out we got to figure out we got to look at the holes we got to break down you know who's got a better ball flight for this hole and you know left to right right to left all that stuff we gotta we gotta really work the angles um, we'll probably decide on the first tee who's hitting that shot. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and then, and then it gets really, it gets really dicey on the back nine when we play four club. So Ooh, you got to pick four clubs. That. And, What's that mean? Yeah, so you pick four clubs in the bag and that's what you're using the whole nine holes. So uh, this is where Tim really shines because Tim uh, in, in the, in all the times I've golfed with Tim, I've never seen him putt better in my, you know, whatever, two, three years of knowing him here than two years, probably. Then when he didn't use a putter and just putter with a wedge in the four club and ran in putts from everywhere, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so one story uh, at Kiowa got so frustrated with the, uh, the putter and pushing and pulling them that uh, the caddy and myself gave up on, on the putter in the last <laughs> other four holes was putting with a wedge at Kiowa. So, well, uh, I think that's no good. That's just no dollar work. value is high enough for me to give up on my putter. It's uh, it's always in play to to leave it in the bag or the trunk. It's probably you're probably prepping for a bigger event here uh, this weekend. You're getting ready. It's kind of like absolutely. I was looking today. Today they had U.S. Open uh, local qualifying at Winsong, and our guy Andy, who we've talked about before, who who is we're playing with the back nine played. He had a rough. It was a rough time out there. Tough scene today for Andy. If you're listening. Uh, but we got some side bets going, but I told him already, I said, that this is the warm up round. You know, you're just getting ready for Saturday when the real event starts. You know, this is like when they go to Scotland for the Scottish open before the actual open championship, you know, these getting ready, feeling your way around. 
and you don't want to win, you know, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to us open qualify. Yeah. Cause that was really like, you know, you, you'd be too, too jacked up and you wouldn't perform at this tournament. You can't, I peak think, too, you can't peak too soon. I think we, we get his qualifying spot if we beat him. Right. We just have to bring four clubs. Well, speaking of that local qualifier today, a, a guy, a guy, Tim and I played with last year in this event, Taylor Sunbum won the local qualifying today at Winsong shooting uh, one or one under, I think in some crappy conditions. I looked, he's not playing this year. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know why it's a bigger event. Like, like, why wouldn't you play it? Like the masters when you just won the Houston (laughs) open or whatever it is. I, you know, I don't know, (laughs) but anyway, that's, he's a, he's a founders cup alum moving on to sexual qualifying. But, um, and then anyway, with this event, what happens is, so you get points for each of the nine, each of the four nine hole events. There's, there's 36 points, to the first place team. And then it works its way down to whatever place you finish in or whatever. And then the uh, top five for most um, points go into a shootout at the end. Uh, and that shootout is an alternate shot shootout. So it's, it's all, this is all handicapped too. So we get, we get dinged pretty good here. Uh, so it's a little, a little tricky for us, but last year we did not make the shootout. You'd, uh, you'd think we could just submit tape from Whistling Straits. That yeah. They'd bring those handicaps up a little bit for us. I was convinced. I was convinced. I was, I'm, I'm so pissed. I was convinced that when I looked at my, you know, on, you know, on the gin app, you can look at your, like, the old school, like, handicap card that they used to print out at golf courses, yep. you know, and put on the thing. And I was looking at it on the car ride back that uh, that next morning and looking at my scores. I'm like, I think my my two lowest scores of the summer last year are going to get kicked off here and this is going to be awesome for us this head into this event i'm going to put i'm going to replace a 67 with an 85 and a, 60, <laughs> and a 68 with a 77 we're going to go flying up and then I, then it came out and nothing changed i was like what the hell i thought they was going to go off there but so we're going to have to step it up but you know we have a few we've got a few um advantages here because Tim's got all the tricks of the trade. He, he already showed him off to me a little bit at, at whistling with the old, okay. with the old lady, uh, oh, the old, the old scorecard holder down to get the line oh, yeah. on the blind shot. You know, there's a, there's a couple hills over at Greenlee too. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need that trick. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna be carrying my traditional 17 clubs, um, <laughs> double driver, uh, four wedges, always necessary um, until we get to to four club, and then always fall back on my illegally groove mira 60 uh to those that have never done it um you can over sharpen grooves and it cuts giant ribbons out of golf balls no matter if it's a top flight or a a pro v1 um they will look like someone took a carrot peeler to them if you do it right and that's when that's when you stop that's enough sip on the ball Uh, but but a couple tidbits there uh, cost nine ninety five on Amazon to get one of those nice slow group cutters in <laughs> ten minutes of your time. Plus, I think if it, if if it's we we almost wanted a little breezy because at Greenlee I feel like it's kind of like the it's like hole twelve at Augusta. You know, the winds get swirling around in the trees, and Tim's got the palm alls going, and I got the swishers. Nobody else knows what the wind is doing. We just take a couple puffs of smoke, and you can see exactly the wind. <laughs> You get the exact you know, direction. You guys, you guys, that's genius. You guys yep. sound like you're Billy Horschel now. You want the wind to show up because <laughs> you know yeah. how much better of a ball striker you are than everybody else. Yes. we. Uh, if, if my memory serves me right, I don't know. 
I can't remember Tim, but I think our four club score was like our best score almost last year. Maybe better than yeah, our scramble. I, I, I think <laughs> I finished it uh, something like one or maybe one or two over on on that nine on four club, and yeah, that was not how the rest of my day was going. Uh, I do have a proposed um, uh, way that we're going to pick uh, who goes first on on alternate shot um, because I believe in a shout out maybe maybe we'll see some some sponsorship dollars from this but lucky guys distilling is going to be bringing bringing some drinks for everyone this year i hope so that was we had the transfusions rolling last year i think he's he's got a different name for him this year but uh yeah he's got he's got a uh distillery in hudson now it's open so if you have a chance look him up lucky guys good stuff he is there he's playing again so i'm sure we'll have some hopefully have some booze we'll just have to see who comes off that first 18 uh uh best yeah. take that well, first tee shot on the, the next 18. There's nothing There's nothing like you're just reeling after maybe struggling in a two-person scramble and you have a few drinks and you get right up to alternate, true alternate shot to really get, <laughs> to really, to really get you going. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's going to be fun. What I, I also think what we're going to do is that with the phone here, as long as the weather holds, we're going to do some uh, voice recording. So, if, you know, if Tim's got – if Tim's in some sticky situations, I might do a little voice recording, give you a little play-by-play for the next podcast. You know, Gary McCord it a little bit. Do we carry the the explicit tag on this podcast? Before? We do. We do. So okay, good. We, we're we can okay. get my on-course talk then. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably, I usually drop some F-bones even if I tour sauce and hit a halfway decent one, you know. That'd be tremendous content, boys. I would oh, – yeah. I'm in – but that's look well, anything else from, the, from that okay um well we we had a brand new tournament that i you know we kind of didn't know much about about the course or about the tournament generals all we knew was basically in mexico and um you know the not often happens the best player in the field won. i mean we could have easily taken john rom but i felt i felt like that was uh that was kind of cheating um johnny rom wins hold off a few, holds off a few guys on 18 um i think it kind of proves that winning is hard it just looked like he was no matter what the field was like he kind of had the moment where you look at him after he tapped in you could just see all the weight off his shoulders and it's you know it's a, a pga tour event with not that great of a field and he's you know pretty emotional so winning is hard i think is what i took off this and after how i played this weekend i can can attest to that winning seems to be hard yeah, it, I, I, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it. It's just one of those things where it's like, uh, if I don't have enough, if I have nothing, when I had nothing better to do for a little while, I turned it on, but it's the field was so poor. Although on Sunday, uh, Brandon Wu went crazy low. Yeah, well, the reason why you weren't paying attention is because your guy, Thigala, was kind of just not a part of it. And my, my, my guy, Reed, was basically going to walk away with a win my first one of the season, and he shoots plus four. Well, so I, yeah, I did, I did tie Tim here for the season uh, lead because uh, P Reed had a little meltdown. Uh, you know, I don't blame him. I think when we're doing these picks, you know, you really got to do a deep dive and look into it. And uh, Mr. Thigala has played well in the tropics this year. <laughs> Patrick Reed, not the most fit guy out there. I think it just at some point in time, the, the heat got to him and then and then he just he just that folded up folded uh, up like he a was, cheap tent. he was picking puka shells off the uh, the coastline <laughs> there for his next necklace yeah. so, so so i'm back to tied with timmy here with uh sahit the gala well oh. yeah so that'd be two to two mike's got two tim's got two and i'm still uh still uh searching. defeated searching so, yeah 
Anything else from that? I mean, I we didn't watch. I don't think you watched a lot. I didn't watch a lot. Um, oh, the golf course or the last couple. I, the golf course was bland. It, it looked it looked pretty bland for the most part. But we had a lot of boys tied at at minus sixteen there for a long time. Um, yeah, there was a little drama. Yeah, and then Rom put his drive on a, a side hill and some deep rough on a par five eighteen. So you never knew what was going to happen until he got out of that fine. Um, but for a second there, it looked like it could have been a three or four person possible playoff. So there's a, a little bit of fireworks and drama, uh, of course, give it to the Spaniard to take more money from Mexico. Um, <laughs> the conquistador. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, a tournament that probably not a lot of people chimed in for, but. You know, when you got one of the best players in the world playing some, you know, he's going to get at least some eyes on it. So congrats to John Rahm. Um, you know, I think he hasn't won since Tory. It's almost like he's been really having a hard time finishing anytime he does. I mean, he did get screwed on the COVID one. I guess that one he would have ran away with, in my opinion. But um, yeah, he, he hasn't really finished all that strong when he's had leads or been close to the lead last last year, because I, I do remember picking him quite a few times where he just couldn't. Uh, couldn't get the W, so winning's hard. I wonder, I wonder how they picked that course, too, is, is kind of my question, because you have so many in the Cancun area. You have the course that they used for the WGC event in Mexico City, and we kind of get this. It was almost like, like it was, it looked to me like it was like resort course to the max out there. They were saying it barely had any rough, which I appreciate, because that's where I usually am, so... <laughs> It sounds fantastic, but for, for those guys, I, you know, you just want to see a, a little bit tougher. At least we get to see those tables turn this week. Ha, yeah, okay. We'll see a TPC track, although it is harder, so yeah, it should be. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought, to me, it looked, I know they didn't go crazy, crazy low. It wasn't like TPC Twin Cities low sometimes, but I think if they keep that event there for a few years and it's not windy, one of these years they're going to, somebody's going to go crazy low like every day. Cause it looked, it looked super easy. For those yeah, guys. And, and Rom just kept missing putts and yeah. I mean, kind of course for the part for the course for him, but kept missing putts. Yeah, his putter, been his putter has been awful this year. And it's like, although I, I think I read somewhere he was this week, at least he was like 18th in strokes game putting. So yeah, even though switch to game, switch to the sand wedge. Yeah, it yeah. looks like he's yeah. missing. He's still obviously doing somewhat, you know, making something because probably wouldn't be in the position he's at if he was around making putts. He should listen to the pod next week to see how the sandwich putting went for Tim. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. I'll be. I will be using a putter even though. Well, now that I'm back to now that I'm back to the old pencil grip, we're locked and loaded, ready to go. Um, I will say, I was going to say this, Mike. You did pencil grip. So I had a buddy that I played with could not make a putt, and this is a dead serious thing. He's probably. I don't know. He's probably like a 17 handicap, you know, at, you know, with the course adjustment, Yep. he was so pissed at his putting. He went pencil grip and I'm not kidding you. He made three par putts of over 30 feet in a row. Yeah, I like it. I like we were pencil. just running around just saying it's the pencil. No, I don't know if he continued to do it after that round, but he was, he was convinced that the pe- pencil grip was going to take him to the promise. Well, yeah. Game. I like this guy. He's a pencil oh, guy. <laughs> yes. I wonder um, if we can, uh, can we get a custom um, grip made that looks like a number two? We should. That'd be sweet. I, I would put it on. I'd put it on the old tailor made. It'd be perfect for a teacher, right? That would be great. It would be great. I could probably right. do it. 
In our new tournament, or I should say this week's tournament as well as Fargo, it's at TPC Potomac in Maryland. Um, you know, I'm going to let you guys take it from here. It's usually not at this course, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, they usually do it at Quail Hollow um, in outside Charlotte. But because Quail Hollow is hosting the President's Cup this year, they moved it for one year. So if you don't, don't, you know, don't think that you're going to pick Webb Simpson and, you know, think he's got home course advantage or, you know, is Rory going to be even a pick that, that people make this week because it's not as normal, you know, Quail Hollow. Yeah, Rory's a three-time champion at Quail. Um, he's actually the Vegas favorite as of today when I looked at seven to one. But um, TPC Potomac at Avenel Farms, used to be TPC Avenel. Um, they just changed the name for some reason, is a par 70. And it's a fairly uh, demanding golf course off the tee. So I don't know if that suits Rory or not. It's kind of hard to say with him sometimes. Yeah, I guess I, I don't. He's, you said there's only two par fives? I think two par fives, and they're pretty long, like 641 and something. I can't remember the other one. You know, so Rory at Quail, I think, kind of does, you know, mops up on the par fives from what I remember. Him will love it. It's Pete Dye. Yeah. And then he, well, well <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's two of the greatest, right? So uh, originally there was some flooding issues with the course. It was, it was called fairly bland. So you can actually look at the old. <laughs> The old scorecard, and it is very different after the joint venture of Pete Dye and Tom Fazio, along with uh, input from Davis Love the Third and Fred Funk, uh, to do a, a course redesign and and kind of do something about the the creek that ran through the the property that would flood. So, um, two very different scoring years. Uh, Mike, I think you can talk a little bit about that, but to times when it's it's wet or the rough is cut down, it can be uh, a little bit easier to score on. Um, but traditionally, this course is, has been a little bit tougher for the uh, the players on tour. Pete Dye and Tom Fazio, it's like a Tim wet dream. Oh, hey, all the, <laughs> we're going to count all the aerators. If Fazio is really that good, wouldn't he, wouldn't he use the water feature of the river to make some sort of beautiful? <laughs> oh, no. Aerated oh, it. no. And down like a probably a 30 40 foot waterfall somewhere i haven't i haven't seen too many photos this is why pete, this is why pete dyke took in tom for this job because you don't want to use the natural lay of the land here you got to have a guy that can come up with something really creative that fits into the natural scenery and nothing does it more than an aerator spewing out water in the middle of a little <laughs> pond just think that, of tpc sawgrass with seven aerators through that pond on 17. I mean, it, it, the aesthetic would be incredible. I will give him credit that 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 uh, the waterfall rock thing at Shadow Creek we played on hole 17 was pretty epic. I mean, when you gave him $10 million just to make that one freaking thing. <laughs> Tim birdied, by the way. <laughs> birdie, 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 birdie finish. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think looking at this golf course, most years – it's a fairly low scoring winner. Um, there's a couple uh, aberrations to that kind of Francesco Molinari in 2018 was 21 under, but that was um, not the norm. He won by eight. Uh, 2018, that must've been the year I think where he was hotter than hell. Oh yeah. He yeah. was lights out. He was lights out. And then they, the other year they had it in recent memory there was on the current course, you know, 
uh, was 2017, the year before, and that was seven under. Kyle, Kyle Stanley won a playoff over Chucky Three Sticks. <coughs> so, and that's the normal kind of score, seven, eight under. Um, I'm choking here on something. <coughs> so, par 70. Hopefully that's um, not an omen for next weekend, Tim. Yeah, hopefully not for the yeah, so, so I can play so Tim doesn't care of me. Hopefully just on his picks and not on his swing. On his yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have Swishers to get me through that. So that'll help me out with this, with this sore throw here, whatever it is. Um, so I think when I, I, went, I went back a little bit and I looked at those two year, those two events, 17 and 18, um, both guys led the field in greens and regulation and they were third and fourth in fairways hit. Mm. So that's kind of, I think the shtick there is you got to get it in play and hit a lot of greens. Neither of them had great putting weeks. Molinari's was okay, but I was reading somewhere that said, like, at that point, Kyle Stanley had one of the worst putting weeks in, like, PGA Tour history of the still win. He's bad. So, I think you got to just kind of hit it and play, um, and if you can hit greens, you're fine. It, it, you don't have to be a long hitter. Ryan Armour was, was runner-up in 2018, and he's short. Um, so, I think it'll be kind of interesting um, you know, it's not a great field. There's Mark, not a like, the more you talk, the more my pick, I like it even more. Okay. See, I mean, I think I might have nailed this one this week. I can't wait to share my pick. Right, yeah. Um, but it's not a I need to win. Rory, I think I think your big dogs in the field are like Rory and Finau. Um, there's not a ton of, of really big, big names playing. Uh so should we go into the picks here? Yeah. You're excited to get it out. Let's hear what you got. I'm I'm going with just a fairway and green machine. Um, this guy probably had one of his best. Has he's won on the PGA Tour before, but probably has had one of his best tee to greens. And then he's mixed in a couple of decent putting weeks. He's usually not known as a, a, a really good putter. So as Mike talks that you got to hit some some greens and some fairways. You know my my eyes light up thinking that this could be my first win, and I'm going with. Uh, um, actually, I think is, I think is, caddy still is Crunchy Pete, one of my favorite <laughs> caddies out there. Yeah, um, I think so. Um, his name is Keith Mitchell, and uh, he wears the big visor. You know, he hits a lot of club face, and if his putter's hot, I think he might run away with it this week. That's my call. I figured you were gonna maybe go back to back P reads. I, I could, that, you know. After his disaster last week, I'm, I can't do it. Perfect setting for him outside Washington, D.C. You know, let you down. No, it's over. Likes to cheat. Um, <laughs> he's got all he's got all he's got all the fixings of, of politicians in him. <laughs> it's, the, it's the perfect setting. There you go. But Tim, you got a pick. Yeah. He's the next PXG lobbyist, I'm sure. Yep. Patrick Reed. Uh, I Jeff, I thought you were talking about my player as you were describing all of these these attributes. Um, so we were just we were just south of the border uh, for for this last tournament. Uh, for this one coming up, I'm going to go. My pick's going to be north of the border. Uh, I'm going to go Corey Connors for uh, both a, a high green regulation percentage and a high fairways hit percentage. Um, I just think that this will likely set up well for his his game and as this is a bit more of a, a tree-lined course, um, it's going to be a little bit more at home uh, versus versus some of those those boys from the south that, that don't want to play in the pines. 
Well, Corey Connors is one of the Vegas favorites, so you have a, a good shot there. But I'm going to say, um, I think you've made, you've made a shocking mistake. Wrong banking system. We all know that uh, Corey Connors excels at the RBC. rail at the RBCs, the Royal Bank of Canada. This is the Wells Fargo station, or like Des Moines, or wherever the hell the home of Wells Fargo is. Um, so yep. I'm going to go as you went north of the border. I'm going back south of the border to your pick last week, and I'm going with Abraham Answer. Uh, he took second last year at Quail Hollow. He won the WGC at TPC Southwind last year, also a par 70. Oh. He got fourth place in 2018 on this same golf course, and he held the 54-hole lead after a 62 on Saturday. So I think he's got good vibes at, uh, at this place. And he owns, he's part owner of a tequila company. We all know, again, he's, he's outside of D.C. and all these politicians drink it up. So I think this, this, is, this is setting up great for Abraham Answer to uh, pull off a W here at this event. Um, there's a couple other guys, though. If you're, if you're into, like, if you're listening and you're picking stuff, I would say, Joel, this is a good event for maybe like a Joel Damon, who's like 21st in fairways, 7th in greens, like 21st in ball striking. It's a pretty good course for him. And Cameron Young, who is going off at like 40 to one right now, he's had a good year. He's 10th in one putt percentage, 11th in overall putting, third in strokes gained off the tee, and sixth in birdie average. So he's, you can get him at like 40 to one right now, which I might have to actually put some money on Cameron Young. And he's first in uh, slowest transition from top to bottom. Yeah, he's right. He's ahead of Hideki even for slowest <laughs> transition, but just piss pounds it. I know. I don't know how he does that. But uh, yeah, I would love nothing more than if. Abe answer wins this the week after after Tim picks him, and then I have him tell you. You know, it's like the huge load off his mind now. He had he had all the pressure in the world in Mexico last week, and now he can just come to DC. He's free and just be I free. figured he'd feel at home. I figured he'd feel at home. <laughs> now you guys know what the uh, the most what's the what's the what's the most dangerous lead in hockey? How many goals is it? I don't know. I'll check it's it right now. The wilder, the wilder down two nothing right yeah, now. Are they? Well, you know what? That's what I'm down to you guys as well. And I'm coming for you this week, <laughs> Keithy Mitchell. He's gonna get me out of the gutter, and we're gonna we're gonna get one back. Yeah, I wish I would have known you were picking him like earlier today when I was doing some research because I have. Has he has he played this year? Has he, has he, Mitchell has been, I wrote him. I've wrote him in fantasy all. Every time he tees it up, he, I'm, I'm taking him. His value is just too good. Well, you know, there's no city loves a redemption story more than Washington, D.C. So, so here we go. Yep, but that's, that's, that's my guy. I think I got him this week. I'm going to go pulling back ahead here. Well, as we wrap up, anything else from the, the Wells Fargo? I don't think so. As we wrap up our week, um, just, you know, if you guys enjoy the pod, we've tried to, to give you kind of weekly content as we go. Make sure to share with somebody, you know, if you're a – a golf nut or golf fan and they want to try something different, you know, see if they can give us a listen and see what they think. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll keep bringing the entertainment that uh, everybody wants. Anything as before we sign off boys? No. Uh, uh, hopeful, for hope those for weather. What's that? I said, hope for good weather for Tim and I this Saturday, maybe pour one out for Betsy. Uh, just, you know, have Tim and have Tim in your thoughts uh, <laughs> to, to get, get through this week. Yep. Big PSA to, anyone that's that's interested in sand valley and, and mammoth dunes the uh the rates change effective uh june 1st yeah. and you can book 30 days out so be looking for those tea times um it is probably one of the best values in golf and in the 
upper Midwest. Yeah, the May the May we played last year was the best deal. We played every all three courses for like two hundred eighty bucks. Doesn't get much. Sounds better. like a dream. Does doesn't sounds like an absolute dream, boys. Well, good luck to you guys this weekend. Uh, I look forward to the the content. Um, give it to us. We all need it. You guys are gonna be playing in probably seventy degree weather one week later than what I had to endure. Yeah. And uh, soak it up, enjoy it, and we'll. Uh, Love to hear how it, how it went down next week. We may have some shot by shot content, you know, when, when, when you only have a driver and uh eight iron and a wedge and a putter in the bag, you come, you might, you have to get a little creative out there. So we might have a few options for you for the listeners next week. We'll see. I've been, uh, I've been practicing driver off the deck just for this event and putting with the wedge. It's like, everything's going to come <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'll see you all next week. Yeah. Until next time. Maybe today's the day I brigade Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 Break 80. Break 80. Break 80. Break 80.